This is Tort Talk with Terrence A. Gross, a board-certified personal injury lawyer. Welcome back to Tort Talk. This is the show where you learn about the law. We talk about all sorts of things on this show that have to do with legal matters that you may need to know. Maybe you're filing a lawsuit. Maybe you're thinking about one. Maybe you just want to know how the inner workings work when people go to court. Well, this is the show you need to listen to to find those things out. I'm Paul Stadden. I'm the host. I'm the guy who owns the microphones. The guy you really want to hear from is the person sitting across to me, and that would be Terrence Gross of Gross and Schuster. Welcome, Terrence. Thanks for coming back to the show glad to be here i'm glad you're here too last week we talked about well the positives of being a personal injury lawyer about being able to fight for the little guy and being able to represent people and going up against you know, big corporations or insurance firms and being able to get compensation for people when they have been injured and so now i want to talk about the other side of this the things that make you not care for it so much, or at least the hard parts of it. I know that whenever we do something we love, even if we're just totally invested and passionate about it, there's always going to be a downside. So because we're kind of talking about the why, let's talk about the why not. Well, there are negatives. There's quite a few, but the, the first and foremost, the most frustrating part of being a personal injury lawyer is when you are representing someone that you know is injured due to the negligence of another and there's not enough insurance coverage. Mm. It is so frustrating. So the defendant has a 10 and maybe your client doesn't have any uninsured motorist or maybe just a 10. It means we may only be able to get $20,000 even though ultimately I would think the case could exceed $100,000. The person's really injured. The MRI says they got a disc injury, but we're capped because lawyers cannot get blood out of a turnip. Mm. And if a person's driving around with a $10,000 bodily injury limit, that is not Donald Trump. That is not Ross Perot or John Rockefeller or whoever it is, Richie Rich. It's it's some person just getting by in, in life. And so invariably we're forced to uh, accept the uh, those limits, and then I mean, we 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 got a case right now. Two ladies died in the car wreck, died, and it's not their fault. And we may not even take the case because we think the person's only got a twenty-five each. So what am I going to do? They're dead. They had hospital bills, and and I can't really. I feel guilty charging a fee. And right. And you look at these people, and they go, what what are you, what are you talking about? And they have no uninsured motorist. And and they if that vault Purdy's got a twenty five fifty, it means here's twenty five for that dead person. There's twenty five for that dead person. Then they got to open up an estate. You got to get an estate attorney. Oh so the sheet's just too short for the bed. So it's you know it, it's it's very disappointing. It's very challenging. And the people get that look on their face. I said, look, if you wish to talk to another lawyer, please do so. But if they're honest, they have to say the same thing as right. me uh, because lawyers can't pull a rabbit out of the hat we don't have magic wands so that's the number one most frustrating thing number two would be representing someone that you know's injured mm-hmm. but the provability of the injury is tough so for instance the quote low impact accidents and and we do take them but you'll You'll get some parking lot accidents, and maybe there's $600 damage to your vehicle. And we know in this day and age of body shops, $600 ain't much. 
Uh, and, and and so we know that if you go to a jury, it could influence a jury. So we just don't put our tail between our legs, but you got to tell the client, I know you hurt, but I'm just telling you in the courtroom, uh, it could be very damaging when the jury sees that because your injuries are invisible and they don't mm-hmm. see much damage. Those are the cases I, I have tend to lose. I've never lost a case where my client was in a vehicle that got crushed. Right. I've never lost one of those. So I've probably represented over 10,000 people. Maybe I've lost 10 cases over 43 years. It's not very often, but usually that's the common denominator. So it's very, very, um, uh, you know, just difficult. It's difficult for me. It's difficult for the client. And I try to warn them about it. and, And some get it and some don't. Um, but at the end of the day, it, it unfortunately makes a difference. And I know when I get these big impact cases and my person's car is destroyed, I'm going to argue that to the right. company and they're probably going to pay me a lot more money. Right. They don't want to, but I use that as leverage to get paid more. Well, conversely, when the shoe's on the other foot and they have pictures of little or no damage, they're going to try to shove that down my throat. And, mm-hmm. I, and I've had good settlements. Don't get me wrong. I've had cases that I've settled for six figures uh, where you look at the pictures, you go, what? Somebody's <laughs> injured? But yet, yeah. you could take somebody with a pre-existing spinal condition. It wouldn't take much to uh, to make that a lot worse. So that that's frustrating. And then the another frustrating thing is, what about a person maybe you talked about yourself being you know, 39 years old and your mm-hmm. low back starting to hurt. So what if at 41 you do start seeing a chiropractor or pain doctor, but your pain's a little bit, you just want to get a little bit of help right. and you're functional and you're still doing your things. You just pay for it. You're living your life. So there are some records, medical records showing that you do have these problems and then you have this accident, mm. and it's accentuated, and that pain that was a nuisance now is an everyday thing. Now you can't sleep. You have to get. You quit jogging. You quit tennis. You would never even think of lifting your children up at all, and and it's a game changer. But yet the insurance company is going to focus on these prior records, and mm-hmm. now you got to prove that something's different, and that sometimes is easier said than done. You know, so we get every scenario. Uh, and um, we just do our best, and I always tell people this, you know, because I am a big poker player, by the way, in, mm-hmm. in real life. I play a lot of poker, and I always tell people, I don't deal the cards. I play the hand, mm-hmm. and that's what the practice of law is. In fact, the more I'm a lawyer and the more I play poker, I they're the same. They, 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 as far as, I'm not saying there's bluffing, but there is posturing. You're posturing. Uh, and representing and and all that and and clearly if I think I got the better hand, I'm going all in. Right. And I do the same thing in a lawsuit. If I think I got a client and all the eyes are dotted and all the dots connect, I'm going to want a lot more money. Right. And I'm going to push hard and even go to court on, on a case like that. Versus one, if I start some of these cases, I start feeling like the Dutch boy with the dike mm-hmm. and, and you're running out of fingers to plug the holes right. in the dike. And if it's one of those cases, I don't want anywhere near a courtroom. Right, right. And, and, and it gets back to Kenny Rogers' old song, uh, yeah. which, which was what? Which was, uh, you know, the gambler, um, 
Yeah, you got to win to hold them and when to fold them. They got to win to hold them. Gosh, I, I knew yes. the line. I just yes. couldn't think. There of it. you go. I, know. I, well, I caught you off guard. It, no, no, that's okay. That, I, sh- I should have known that offhand. I, w- I was thinking about you know, you're talking about invisible injuries, and we talked about the need for getting experts in. Right. And I would think that this would be important to get experts in uh, because invisible injuries. It reminds me there was a video a long time ago uh, where it showed five mile per hour crashes. Uh, of various minivans and it would show them crunching into a pole and each one looked like they had been, you know, smacked nicely with a baseball bat and cleaved the Honda Odyssey. And this is not a commercial for Honda at all, but the Honda Odyssey looked like nothing had happened. And I thought, Oh my gosh, well that that's fantastic. And then they showed the repair bills for each of them. And the Honda Odyssey had a repair bill, not too much lower than the other ones. All that damage was completely hidden and you could have walked away and thought, Oh, well there's nothing wrong with the minivan. And the suspension could have been messed up. The the uh, exhaust could have been messed up. Uh, the bumper could have been compromised and not been good in the second crash. And so you talk about these invisible things. Is this why you talk about getting an expert? Yeah, for the most part. But you're also talking about the G-forces. So there are these new spring-loaded bumpers, maybe what you're referring to, that outwardly don't look like much damage, but the G-forces could still right. be there. There's actually tapes out there with crash dummies. And, and they try the 5 or 10 mile an hour. Right. And, and so the damage to the car doesn't look that bad. But you see the dummy. Oh, yeah. What happens yeah. that dummy in there? And they're going, and it's the anatomical dummy. And uh, wow. But uh, yeah, experts, uh, you know, usually there are treating doctors. I, I usually don't go out of my way to go hire experts, except for maybe a radiologist, maybe. Mm. But ordinarily, it's the treating physicians. But invariably, if you're going to court, there's a 98% chance that the insurance company is going to hire some radiologist, some neurosurgeon or orthopedist to say XYZ to contradict what your experts have said. Right. Then it becomes the war of the experts. So there actually is right now a popular uh, young neurosurgeon out of Tallahassee that they're using over here a lot. You know, he went to Harvard. He's got the degrees. Mm. He's a good witness. He's in his 40s. And he's making a boatload of money <laughs> testifying that, oh, no, they're not injured. No, this is all pre-existing. And he says that in every single case. Mm. There is a radiologist in Florida. And I'm going to ask you. I'm going to put you on the spot okay. again. He's a radiologist. All right. He no longer practices traditional radiology. He's what we call an expert witness. I would actually call him a whore. That's what we call okay. them. Hey, that's, that's, what what that's, that's the word. Okay, that's the word. And how much do you think he makes a year giving testimony on legal cases? What what could he possibly W-2 testifying in courts uh, throughout the state? $400,000 a year? $6 million. $6 million. Okay. Uh, uh, my, you're a little off on that one. I was not going to get into the millions but after about three or four more guesses. <laughs> okay. So, okay. $6 million. I, I was, And he wouldn't tell you. We had to figure this out. Other lawyers took his deposition, and I had to piece my I had to look at 20 depositions, and we had to. We finally were able to get uh, records and 1099s from State Farm and from Geico, and we're just adding these things up, and, and, and our mouths just dropped, and we All finally right. figured it out. But it, it took forever with the paper trail, but this guy is slick. Wow. And, 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 and they use them throughout the state, and every time he testifies, somebody... With no prior pain or no prior doctors, with a herniated disc, according to their doctor, he may get up there. I looked at it. It's degenerative. This is longstanding. I see no acute injury. Every every case. Wow. Every, every case. 
huh. and, and per case he's if he's testified he's probably made twenty thousand on that case okay and he's got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of cases well i can see your frustrations um <laughs> so we've we've covered today then the worst things about being a lawyer uh last episode we talked about the best things being a personal injury lawyer uh, we're about out of time here so i'm gonna say that i'm looking forward to the next episode where we talk about the divergent paths you know the robert frost if i take the path less less traveled um you know i want to get into next week if you had to do it all over again you know what would you do would you go the same path I think there'll be an interesting little rabbit hole we'll take. But hey, listen up next week. We'll have that one ready for you. Uh, Terrence, how can people get a hold of you? 850-434-3333 or visit us on the web at grossandschuster.com. All right. Thanks so much for being here, Terrence. Terrence.